Good morning and welcome back to the Hip Bodies Podcast. It's your host, Chelsea Pleasant, and I am in the car. I always feel like I need to tell you when I'm like kind of where I am because I feel like the sound, well, for one, I use my phone to record this podcast. I'm not like a fancy podcaster with a mic. I don't know. That just seems like you really have to get in the right mindset. I don't know. It just feels like so much more of a thing. Whereas if I just pick up my phone, it just feels more cash. I love it. So anyway, I'm in the car. And so I just want to tell you that. And if you're new here, first off, thanks for giving this a listen. And what this podcast is, oh, there's my dad. I just drove by my dad. He's walking my dog. Like talk about like the best parents ever. My dad like walks my dog every day. Did you know that? It's amazing. Okay. Anyway, if you're new here and you're wondering what this podcast is, well, Hip Bodies is a workout group. And I started it back in 2017. I go live with my clients every single day, which is so much fun. And part of it is it's like, you're my workout buddy. Okay. It's not like a fancy workout video where they're like, I don't know, just like overly produced and saying all the right things and whatever. It's, it's just very real. And so part of that is I just talk about real life stuff. So there's a combination of like helpful fitness stuff, but then also like what's going on in my life, what's going on in your life. And so I just need a place to talk a little bit more in detail without being so out of breath. And so that's kind of what inspired to start this podcast. So if you like a little girl talk, you want like at least a little bit of helpful fitness talk, you've come to the right place. Okay. All right. So let's get into it. First off, I wanted to say I, it's Sunday morning. And back when I like first started this podcast, I was in a really good habit of doing a grocery pickup order from Walmart. And I would go, I would literally record the podcast on my way there and on my way back. I'm like any other errands I had to run. I just felt like I really had it together. And lately I've been like, I don't know if I'm letting other people get in my head, but I'm like a little bit grossed out by buying Walmart meat. So I feel like I can't get all my stuff there. And I've become more of a Costco girl. So, you know, you can't do grocery pickup with Costco. Like, sure, you can use Instacart if you want to pay significantly more for everything. But like, I feel like the whole point of having Costco membership is to get good deals. So you got to go there. And so I don't know what I'm going to get at Costco over the weekend and what I'm still going to need. So I just feel like I can't do grocery pickup orders as well. I still have like my meals figured out by Friday, but I just, I haven't been doing grocery pickup orders. And today is no different. I don't have a grocery pickup order, but I am going to Aldi. Okay. And I have to tell you about what I'm hoping they have there. This is my second time checking since I saw it on TikTok. It's this bookshelf with a sliding, like, you know, the the little bookcases for kids that like display the books. So it has like a little sliding thing. Cause I've always wanted a bookshelf like that, but at the same time, it is kind of dumb, right? Like just having the flap, it doesn't hold that many books. But I love the idea of being able to put some toys, some books, etc., and then having a few on display that, you know, are kind of kind of the books that they're frequently choosing right now, right? Like the convenient grabs. I don't know. So anyway, I'm gonna see if they have it. And if they do, I'm gonna buy two of them because they were only $37 uh when I saw them. And they were on I saw them on TikTok and then on Instacart it said Aldi had them. But when I went there a couple days ago, they said they had not seen anything like that. So we'll see. We'll see. That's what's on my list. In addition to a keto week, because your girl is ready to go keto, like for real. And I feel like I've said that a couple times over the summer, but things just kept happening. Literally nothing is happening 
Nothing is happening right now where I cannot go keto. Okay. I don't have anybody visiting. We're not going on vacation. It's just like we're eating keto. Okay. We're just doing it. And part of that, what inspired that is this 10 pound September challenge I'm doing. Can I tell you a little bit about it? So I had the idea, I don't know, was it last, it was sometime last week. I had this idea for 10 pounds September. And part of it is, is like, I just don't want to beat around the bush, right? Like there are people that are going to be horribly turned off by the name 10 pounds September. Like, huh, that's so much weight to lose in the month of September. And like, oh, you're focusing on weight loss and blah, blah, blah. You know what? I want to lose weight. Okay. Am I going to lose 10 pounds in September? I don't know. I'm going to do my best though. I'm going to do all of the things that I know to do to maximize my progress. And I want others to do the same. And I would say, depending on where you're at, you could lose up to 10 pounds. And I feel pretty confident saying that. And my people that are going to want to do this, they got goals. And I'm sorry, they're weight loss goals. I don't know. I just feel like nowadays I'm constantly teetering on like I don't want to... I don't want to send the message that the only reason you work out is weight loss, you know, cause it's not, but at the same time, when you start, that's often what it is. Like, you know, you just like, if you haven't been working out, like often what's going to get you moving is having a little bit of a weight loss goal. Uh, but after you've been in it for several years, yeah, like it's not necessarily like the hyper-focused thing, but I'm still personally in a weight loss season, unfortunately, a pretty much a year postpartum. Here we are which is so annoying (laughs) because I really was hoping that like over the summer I could just chill on the dieting part and the weight would just like naturally, you know, you know, just effortlessly fall off, but surprise it didn't. So (laughs) here we are. Um, anyway, the 10 pounds September challenge, let me get into it. So basically I've kind of arranged all of the things that I believe are going to help someone maximize their progress for the month of September. And you might be thinking, Chelsea, why don't you like always do that? I mean, I pretty much do. Like when you join Hit Bodies, like you have my three top nutrition programs. The problem is I'm very much like you got to do what works for you. You got to do what works for your family. So I'm very, I never want to be dogmatic and say like, you have to do this and you have to follow it to a T. I'm very much like make it your own. But sometimes I feel like when I'm a little too loosey goosey with that, I'm like, don't give people a hard recommendation. They don't stick to it. And so if I were to tell you, like, if I were to give you a game plan that I really feel like is going to help you maximize your progress for the month of September, I think a low carb diet is fantastic. I think it's really good for resetting hunger levels, for kind of shutting down the food noise a little bit because you don't have those blood sugar spikes constantly. And if you've never heard the term food noise, I feel like it's kind of become a thing because of like, I guess Ozempic like shuts down the food noise. You know what I mean? But food noise is basically like where you're, you're just like constantly thinking like, Oh, what am I going to eat next? Like all that kind of stuff, right? You're constantly a little bit hungry, even though you just ate. So when you eat a low carb diet, you don't have a blood sugar spike and therefore a drop. And, and so like, um, I'll never forget it. Joe Rogan, he, he, when he talked about like, I don't know if he still, I don't listen to him, but like back in the day, I used to listen to him all the time. And I would say he's part of the reason I got into eating low carb, but, um, and we're talking, when I say back in the day, I'm talking like 2016. Okay. But I remember he said, hunger doesn't bang on your door. Hunger's like, it's there, you know, like when it's time to eat, like it's there, but like, it's not a big deal. 
I don't know. It, and that's, in my opinion, one of the most helpful aspects because I feel like it's easier to stick to. Like if you can commit to like, okay, these foods are not on the table then it's just really going to empower you to be able to like stick to it and last. And there's so many fun things you can still eat. Like, can we talk about chicken wings for a second? If you're not a chicken wing girl, you're just not. But I, I'm a chicken wing girl. So like going to Buffalo Wild Wings and getting some garlic Parmesan wings or some Buffalo wings, whatever, like that makes me feel indulgent, very satisfied and happy. And you know what? I feel, this is going to sound ridiculous. I think Buffalo Wild Wings has like the really, really, really good celery. Like I want to know who is our celery supplier. You probably think I'm crazy right now. I love celery. I don't know what it is. I just, mm, I can get down with a plate of celery dipped with like a little, you know, just like take a little bit of the Buffalo sauce, like it dribbled onto there and then dip it in the blue cheese. That is one of my favorite parts of going out to Buffalo Wild Wings. Anyway, there's so many aspects of eating a low carb diet that I'm such a fan of, but that is like my top recommendation for the 10 pound September challenge. And I know that a lot of people already have their mind made up on a low carb diet and they're like, "Mm, I'm already out. And you know what? That's fine. If you really don't want to give it a shot, that's fine. You don't have to. Um, but it's what I, I just like, why not? Right? Like if you've never done it before, why not give it a shot? Because I will tell you this, I used to be the biggest low carb hater and then I did it. And I just think it's a really fantastic tool for weight loss. And believe it or not, when you re-implement carbs into your diet, this is something a lot of people don't understand. It resets insulin sensitivity, or in my opinion, it improves insulin sensitivity. Okay. So insulin sensitivity is your body. Like, okay. We eat back up Chelsea. Explain. Okay. When you eat a carb, okay. Anything that spikes your blood sugar, right? You have a blood sugar spike and then your pancreas produces insulin. And then that's what brings down your blood sugar. Okay. Back to like a reasonable level, right? Well, insulin resistance is where your body's blood sugar isn't coming down anymore. Like it's not like the insulin ain't doing its job. And that often happens because people just have insulin constantly pumping through their body where it's just like, go, go, go. And like, so they're just like, okay, I guess like we don't do anything with insulin anymore because like, it's just always there. So blood sugar is just always high. Right. And then that leads to type two diabetes. If that happens for like a really long time. And I, I, I hope you're still following here. So then Okay. Sorry. I have to like think here. So when you eat a low carb diet, it's not to say you have no insulin pumping through your body, but way, way less. Like there's still going to be some level of an insulin response because you're not like, you're still eating like vegetables and protein. And there's a little bit of a blood sugar response to those foods, but it's so much less, so much less than when you're eating like potatoes and fruit and breads and stuff. And it's not to say those foods are not good for you but they do trigger a blood sugar response. Insulin is also a fat storage hormone. So the longer you have it pumping through the the body, and especially if you're like insulin resistant, so it's just like literally sitting there all the time, it's going to make it really, really hard to lose weight. Okay. And so that's why I think it's such a fantastic tool to reset insulin sensitivity. So if you kind of weigh back up on what you have, then your body's like, okay, I know what to do with this now. And it kind of depends on how insulin resistant you are. If that little reset is going to be enough, right? Some people 
find that they have to eat a lower carb diet for the long haul in order to keep their blood sugar in a stable place. And that's usually like pre-diabetic, diabetic, etc. Right. Um, yeah. So that's one of my favorite things about it. I, can I tell you guys, it's just, I can't stop thinking about it because I'm like actively recording this podcast right now. But last night I had a nightmare that like, like a hundred people messaged me, which I don't even think a hundred people listen to this podcast. Like a hundred people messaged me and said, I can't listen to your podcast anymore because you say like, and um, and blah, blah, blah so much. And it just, and that's something I'm really, uh, overly aware of. And cause now that like videos show you captions, I see how many times I say like, and I'm so embarrassed, but at the same time, like, what am I going to do? Just, edit out all of the likes. Like, no way that would take forever. I say it way too much and I'm working on it. I'm trying to be more aware of it, but now that I've said it, maybe you're going to be more aware of it and therefore more annoyed at it. And now I just made it a thing. I hope not. I hope not. Okay. Well, anyway, that is, that is like where we're going to leave off is the low carb diet. I'm going to go get my groceries. Hopefully I remember where I was at and then we'll move on. Okay. Hello, I'm back. I did my grocery run and I'm feeling really good about it. Anytime I spend less than $200 for the week, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I, I feel like I, it's a win. It's a win. How, where, where's, what's your number? I think everyone has a number where it feels like a win. And I really admire people who can keep it under 150. Like those are the people I aspire to be. Oh my gosh, this traffic getting out of here. It's Sunday. So one thing about the South. Okay. So back when I lived in like Washington and even Montana, like Sunday morning, it's going to be just as crazy as like a Saturday morning at the grocery store. But here in the South, we are in the Bible belt and people are going to go to church Sunday morning. And it's not that I have anything against church. I just, I don't know. I haven't found, I haven't found a religion, a faith, an organized thing that like makes me go, yeah, this is for me, you know? So Sunday morning, that's when I go to the grocery store because everyone else is at church. And this morning I discovered something that was, this is the first time I've discovered it. Okay. So if you don't know what Aldi is, it's a grocery store where you have to like put in a quarter to use a cart. And in addition to that, you have to bring your own bags or pay for a bag, all of which I'm totally fine with. But if you go early in the morning, like when they're stocking everything, they leave all the boxes out, kind of like Costco. So rather than paying for bags, you can do those like nice big boxes, which is even better for bringing your groceries into the house because you can fit so much in those boxes. And, you know, hey, if you lift weights with me, then you're strong enough to carry a pretty dang big box full of groceries. So pretty excited that I'll be able to probably get this in two trips. And it's a pretty big haul. I do have to make one more stop though, because one thing that Aldi doesn't carry that you just need for Asian food is sesame oil. (sighs) Sesame oil and fresh ginger, it is a necessary component to any Asian dish. Okay, if you're making Asian food without sesame oil and fresh ginger, that's on you, you're missing out. Okay, let's move on. Let's go back to the 10 pound September thing. See, don't worry, I didn't forget. I know where I left off. I was talking about the low carb diet. Well, with that, I also want to just kind of continue on with what you are or not putting in your body. And for the month of September, if you are participating in this, you are going to be a hundred percent sober. And for many people, they're like, okay, (laughs) whatever. Like that's not a big deal. 
But there are some people that are like, whoa, 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 back up. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. That means no wine, no, like just having a beer or whatever. Like you're going to have to figure out a different way to unwind. May I recommend some shows? I, oh my gosh, I, I've been watching some good shows lately. I've had some good finds. There was one I found this weekend. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, yeah, it was on Netflix. I can't remember the name of it. It's gonna, it's gonna bug me. But the one before that that I watched, I just finished was Survival of the Thickest on Netflix, and that was freaking funny. So, I do recommend that. Okay. Anyway, back to being 100% sober. The reason for this, I have a whole list of reasons. Okay. So if you, if you want the lowdown on my reasoning and the like whole spiel behind this 10 pound September thing, I. I emailed out the info. So if you're not on my email list, again, that's on you. Okay. And I also have like an Instagram broadcast channel. Gosh, that sounds so douchey, doesn't it? Like, I just feel like that sounds like, do you want to like watch my channel? I don't know. It just, it it sounds ridiculous, but it was just a easy place for me to like put this information without like repeatedly putting it on my stories. Right. So anyway, if you go on there, you will see you will there's a link to download this packet. This packet is 20 pages. I realize that sounds ridiculous. Like now like, oh yeah, just read through 20 pages, but it's a lot of good information. It's not really meant to be printed out. Like I mean, you could, but a lot there's a lot of like clickable links in there. Now, anyone and everyone can participate in 10 pounds September. However, there are going to be resources and things that are going to be obviously extra helpful for those that are in hit bodies. For example, if you're eating a low carb diet, I have meal plans and grocery lists that would last you the entire 10 pounds September challenge. I have, let's see, obviously workouts that I am particularly designing to maximize your results. I mean, any hit bodies workout you do, I'm trying to maximize results. Okay. And probably the most helpful thing that they're going to have access to, or you potentially would have access to is going to be the level of accountability that we provide through accountability groups and the daily check-ins on Facebook and stuff like that. And then obviously like a big one is working out live, you know, and being able to kind of celebrate our success along the way, you know, a couple weeks in, like we're all on the workouts, leaving comments, whether you're on live or on the replay, you know, you're able to like leave comments and we're all able to kind of share successes. So in that aspect to really feel a part of the group, I encourage you to consider joining hip bodies. I totally understand the recession is real. Okay. Can, okay. Which, which on that, I'm going to just go on a tangent for a second. Is this not like the most confusing time? Everything is getting more expensive, but no one can afford it. But like housing prices are just like going through the roof I am so confused right now. What, like, is this, this is a recession. Things just get more expensive and no one can afford it. Right? Is that what's happening? I am, I am at a loss. Like, I, this is not what I thought a recession was. Now, granted, I obviously was a grown-up, sort of. I was like a very beginning grown-up during the crash of 2008, right? But I really just feel like I became an adult at the perfect time because when I was 23, I bought a house and I was able to, you know, that just really set me up for success for adulthood. Right. And houses were really affordable. Like I, I wish we could just live 
like, I just feel like every 10 years we should have like a little reset, you know, every like, and you got to be kind of smart, right? Like in order to participate in the reset, like you got to like kind of make good choices, right? You have to, you should buy a house when it's affordable, blah, 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 all that stuff. Right. And know that in 10 years, it's going to like kind of boop, kind of reset. Right. But what you could, what we could all do is we could all plan accordingly and we could, at least the people who have like a little bit of discipline, right? We could all buy a house when it's really affordable, sell at the top and just know when it's coming. But I guess that's the whole problem with like investing and stuff. Like we don't know how to predict the future, but wouldn't that be nice to just know what's going to happen? Cause I am so confused right now. I'm like, how are people affording these houses? There are literal dumps in my area that are selling for like $300,000. I'm like, what? We're in North Carolina. It is supposed to be affordable. It's it's getting to the point that like Wilmington, North Carolina, where I live, is just as expensive as where I came from in Washington, which Washington is like a pretty freaking expensive place to live. I wouldn't say it's like quite that bad, but I just feel like we're getting there. It's we're definitely getting there and it's making me very sad. Okay, Chelsea, back on track here. Back on track. Okay, so 10 pounds September. I'm going to shut up about it because either you're into it or you're not. And there's places that you can get the information. I'll try to remember to put it in the show notes. You know, I never do, but you can always message me. I'm going to Food Lion now to get sesame oil and just, you know, whatever else my heart desires while I'm there. I'm hungry, which is not a good way to go into this store. So Food Lion... I'm just going to tell you something about Food Lion here for a second. Food Lion is like, I used to be a hater, okay? And I think it's because I had one bad experience with steak there. Like, I bought a steak and I was like, this is the grossest steak I've ever had in my life. But, I don't know. I It's like I've matured. Maturing is realizing that Food Lion, it's just the East Coast Fred Meyer. But Fred Meyer, okay, if you don't know what Fred Meyer is, if you're not from, like, Washington, I don't, I don't know if that's just a Pacific Northwest thing or whatever, but Fred Meyer... It's a fancy Walmart. That's the truth. It's a fancy Walmart. They have everything. I have so many memories as a kid of going into a Fred Meyer and it was a two-story building and you would go upstairs and full it's like a JC Penney's in there, okay? Very similar to JC Penney's like the clothing section. And then you got like a full-blown toy store. And then you got like an outdoor uh like lawn and garden store in there. And, and the, all the groceries you could possibly need, they're not skimping on sesame oil like Aldi is. Fred Meyer, they were the OGs. And Walmart was just like, I'm going to try to be like Fred Meyer, but cheaper. So, I don't know. Like, if we have, I think that's why Pacific Northwest people are too good for Walmart. Because they have Fred Meyer. You know, Fred Meyer's, it's nice. It's really nice. And they're very affordable. But anyway, Food Lion, I would say the way it's like in the middle of the road price-wise and everything, I just feel like it gives me Fred Meyer vibes and it's the staff here at the one that I go to. They are so lovely. Doesn't that make a difference when you go into a grocery store and they start to remember you and just say kind things. It's really nice. But I did have this experience that you're going to laugh. This Cameron, he judged me so hard for this. Okay. So I went to food lion and I was making food for a friend that had a baby. Okay. And so I bought those like foil pans and they came in a three pack, but like it was all wrapped together. 
so I bought two of them just to be safe because that like the things I was making I didn't want to like combine it if it wasn't gonna like taste right right because you know flavors kind of meld together and stuff right so I bought a t- two of them and I want to say they were around like four dollars a piece for like three pans or something like that I can't remember exactly but something like that and this kid he scanned six times because he just saw like three you know six pans kind of stacked together and he didn't realize I was like no, no no it's it's just it's just two of them like it shouldn't what are you doing say like that's 24 dollars for no that's not what are you crazy so he was like oh okay my bad and then he but he didn't take them all off so I still paid like ten dollars more than I should have and I was pissed about it so I put the receipt on my fridge and I was fully intending to go back there but the problem was this was at the very end of my pregnancy with Casey and then I freaking went into labor and then I'm like I had all that blood loss and stuff after I had Casey, so I, like, really couldn't go anywhere. It, but it, I didn't forget, okay? I didn't even have to go downstairs to know I need to go get my money back from Food Lion for these damn pans. Like, that, I did not... Like, that's a good that's a good chunk of change. That's two Starbucks, right? Um, and Cameron, it was like... We're talking, like, a month later now. And it, I'm not going to lie. I would feel a little weird going in a month later for this, right? Like, I'm starting to, like, okay, like, this is getting ridiculous, Right? And Cameron's like, Chelsea, can I take down this receipt? I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to get in there. But then it's like, at this point now I have like two kids. It's, I'm trying to figure life out. I'm trying to like, you know, so I'm like heavily leaning on grocery pickup and everything else. Anyway, long story short, Food Lion and I are okay, but I never got that money back. I never got that money back. I eventually threw in the towel and threw out the receipt. What'd you think of that story? What'd you think of that? Okay, I'm going to go into Food Lion, and then I'll be back. Well, hey, we're back. I am outside on a walk right now, and I'll tell you why. It's actually Monday at the time of finishing this. I attempted to record the podcast last night, and you guys, oh my gosh, it was a disaster. Okay, so first things first. The reason why I'm doing this on a walk is because I already went on a walk, and my freaking like little watch thing didn't count any of the steps it like reset like when I got back I figured out which app it was because I couldn't remember which app it was and I don't know when I synced up the app it like started my whole day over I was like oh my gosh this is a absolute disaster so so that's okay but we I do want to get 10,000 steps and I want my watch to like say it and prove it you know what I mean so that means I got to be a little bit more active today, but that's okay. I already had the intention of being active today. And let me tell you why that has to do with last night attempting to record this flipping podcast. So I actually planned on bringing Cameron on for the second half because Cameron's doing his own little weight loss challenge with some of his friends. And so I wanted him to kind of share what he was doing. So Kevin, his sleep situation has been like a total disaster. He, he like started sleeping in our bed. I don't know when, but it was just kind of one of those things where it was like him waking us up in the middle of the night to come in our bed just was like more annoying than if he just started in the bed. Right. But Cameron gets up at five o'clock in the morning to work out. That kind of wakes him up. And so then like, we're kind of in this vicious cycle where Kevin was waking up at five o'clock in the morning, taking a nap that screwed up bedtime. And then we're just like out of routine. You know what I mean? So We're getting him back in a routine, and part of that is him falling asleep in his bed independently, 
maybe you agree with it, maybe you don't. But I'm telling you, if they fall asleep with you in the bed, then when they wake up, if they wake up in the middle of the night, they're going to come looking for you. They need to feel safe in their bed. Okay. We had it. We had him like good to go. It just like all went downhill. Okay. So last night we essentially like implemented some version of a Ferber method on him where we read him four books because he's four and then we like kissed him goodnight and we basically went back in and checked on him every handful of minutes like every five minutes or so and it took him a long time it took him 90 minutes to fall asleep where that normally would not be the case and he still woke, he woke up at 5 30 so he did not get nearly enough sleep and he's at school right now so it's gonna be rough but like oh it was so hard we were trying to record the podcast and Kevin just kept interrupting us and I was like there's no way I'm gonna do this after he finally gets to sleep I'm just gonna finish it tomorrow it's fine so oh, that's what's going on so anyway let me go ahead and give you the update on everything so yesterday I ate my first day of a low-carb diet, and I feel freaking amazing. This morning, I woke up, and you know what I did? Normally, I immediately pour coffee down my throat. So much coffee. Like, just cup after cup after cup, okay? Like, as soon as the cup gets, like, lukewarm, I add more hot coffee to it. It's so bad. Well, this morning, I decided to drink a glass of electrolytes and basically hold off on coffee as long as possible until I kind of felt like I actually needed it. And I also put some food in my stomach. My goal with doing this is just to, I don't know, not wreck my stomach with like acidic coffee first thing in the morning (laughs) and maybe support my body with like the minerals and whatnot that are in electrolytes. So that is not something that I'm saying you have to do or like I recommend it. Just like something I saw on TikTok (laughs) made sense to me. So I'm trying it to see if it makes any sort of difference in my life and like how I feel. Um, Okay, apparently it's garbage day. Okay, I went ahead and did you the favor of like pausing while that extremely loud garbage truck went by. Okay, next thing I did is I prepped a bunch of stuff for the week and this morning just has not been going in my favor. So I hard boiled a bunch of eggs yesterday and you know what happened? Have you ever put things on the top shelf of the refrigerator and they froze? freaking hard-boiled eggs like four of them froze I'm gonna let them defrost and see what happens (laughs) because I'm like "Mm, maybe you can freeze a hard-boiled egg I don't know uh but yeah probably not so we will find out let's see I also cooked up three batches of bacon and I tried it in different methods so I did one in the oven one on the cast iron skillet and then one in the oven I would say the best the best process if you're curious, is going to be the oven. You put it on parchment paper, bake it at, I think my Cameron did it at 425. He has much better luck with cooking bacon in the oven than me. And it does have to be parchment paper. It cannot be a silicone baking mat. I don't know why it gets crispier on the parchment paper and not on the silicone baking mat. Okay. Just trust me on that one. So we bake it at 425 until it's crispy. And that's going to be, I'm, I wish I had a time for you, but it really depends on the thickness of your bacon. Um, yeah, the microwave version, I feel like that could work really well, but in my case, I accidentally did it way too long and it was like kind of burnt, but I felt like it was kind of a thing, you know, like it was like burnt bacon, but I was like, I feel like this would be really good dipped in guacamole. Like, I don't know. I was kind of here for it. Like not in the traditional sense, like this isn't the kind I would just eat slices of bacon by itself, but like, I don't know. It was kind of a thing. 
I got a bunch of chicken seasoned up. Now, again, my vision, I was like trying to get ahead here, right? So I can eat hard boiled eggs and bacon for breakfast, that kind of stuff. But also I fully intended on making a cob salad tonight. So I got my chicken ready to go so I could just throw it on the grill. And I cooked up bacon and hard boiled eggs for the cob salad. So again, I'm very annoyed about my freaking um, hard boiled egg situation because I ended up eating the rest of the eggs like between Cameron and I for breakfast and whatnot. But whatever, we will figure it out. And yeah, that's pretty much it. My, I emailed out my food. I don't know. I'm just, I can't, I can't tell you everything on the podcast because I just get bored of talking about that kind of stuff. But I really do like within, I emailed this out to everyone on my email list, whether you're like in hip bodies or not. Okay. But if you are inside hip bodies, I always keep you in the loop on my game plan. And I'm going to be sharing all my food, everything I put in my mouth on my stories during this 10 pound September challenge, because I just like to be realistic about it. Like, I feel like it's easy to talk the talk, but I want to like walk the walk in a realistic way because I'm a busy mom, right? Okay, man, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit out of breath and I got to be honest with you. It's so effing hot. Again, I already did a walk. I already did like, like 1.07 miles, I think earlier. And I just get no credit for it it's fine. We're going to be okay. But yeah, 10,000 steps is already a challenge for me. And I, and I do, I know, and I know you're like, you're probably like Chelsea. It's okay. You should still count it. I'm not going to count it because it's not the worst thing in the world. If I do like 13,000 steps in a day. Right. And I, Oh, that was the other thing too. So why do I, why does this all work out? Well, I need to have a really active day so that Kevin doesn't nap. (laughs) Um, so I'm like, well, this is a perfect day to be like, go, go, go. Right. So that's the plan. Okay. <sighs> what did I want to talk to you guys about? So what are we doing inside Hibotis? Well, the fun thing about that is we're doing it publicly. So I'm doing the workouts open to the public right now. They are, there's, I wouldn't say there's like a specific theme to the workouts this week. It's a good kind of like I guess I'll call it a wild card week, but like the one thing that I do when I open up the workouts to the public is I make it so that it's very adaptable. So if you don't have equipment or anything like that, it's, you can still be really, really challenged by it. You know what I mean? Um, starting next week, we start our 10 pound September challenge workouts. So those are going to get progressively harder, but they are going to be totally different from week to week. So stay tuned for that. Okay. Then what did I have for a win last week? I don't know that I necessarily had any big exciting wins last week. I kind of, if I'm being honest, I felt like I was just being a little bit gluttonous. I found myself like shoveling this, like, is that, what's that, uh, what's that popcorn? I can't think of the brand name. My dad, oh, boom, chicka pop. My dad brought some over and I found myself like shoveling it in my mouth when I wasn't even hungry. I don't know. It was just like one of those weeks where I was like, yeah, we're ready to switch things up. We're ready to have some clear boundaries. We need it. You know what I mean? Do you just ever have this week where you're like, why am I even doing this? Why? Like why? I don't even, I'm not even hungry. Yeah. So, and I got to tell you, even just one day of doing keto, I already had so many moments where I was like, wow, like normally I would probably be thinking about food, wanting a snack, et cetera. And I don't have those feelings when I eat low carb. It's wonderful. And you might not feel that right away. If you're trying out low carb, But I would say within a week or two, 
you'll really start to notice like, wow, the hunger really just kind of goes to the other room. You know, it doesn't like bang on your door. Okay. So what I did want to talk about was unpopular opinions because I feel like I have a lot. I do. I do have a lot, but there was like one that I just really, I really need to get off my chest because it's just, it's like annoying me. And I kind of wanted Cameron on the podcast for this because it's about him, but maybe I shouldn't do it in front of him. I don't know. He has strong opinions on the other side. So one of my unpopular opinions is when you are getting out of the door, like as a family, as a person, whatever, when you are going out of the house, it drives me insane when people take forever to get out the door. Put your clothes on and go. Okay. Like if, you know, with kids, you have to grab like some water, maybe snacks, whatever. But for the most part, you just get your stuff together and go like all the little things like doing dishes and you know, whatever, right? Like that stuff can wait. So Cameron is one of those people. He wants to like maximize everything at all times. So like if we're leaving the house, he's going to get a little laundry going. So the little laundry is done when he gets back. It all makes sense. Maybe getting, uh, the dishwasher going, all that kind of stuff. Yes. In an ideal world, all of that stuff makes sense, but it is so hard to get out of the door with kids. And it's like, if you're doing those things, then that means I'm responsible for trying to like keep the kids entertained while they're waiting for you to do these things. And everyone's waiting on dad. I just think you should never be the person or you should really try to never be the person that people are waiting on. You know, that's the, that's the word. Don't be that person. Try to be, try to never be that person because that person annoys everyone. And on that note, don't chew gum. Okay. Let me tell you something. No one likes the sound of someone chewing. I, I don't know if I've talked about this. Like, I feel like I may have before, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it again just in case. Cause there are new listeners. Okay. You guys chewing gum, chewing in general is the most annoying thing you do as a human. I know you got to do it. You got to eat your meals, but no one likes the sound of you chewing. I have asked on multiple occasions what people's pet peeves are on the workouts where lots of different people answer and a good chunk of people cannot stand the sound of people chewing. So why, why do we have gum where that takes the sound of someone chewing and it makes it never end? Why, why, why are we doing this? Okay. Just know, just know if you are choosing to chew gum, you are choosing to annoy people endlessly. You don't want to be that person. Okay. And the same goes for being the last person out the door where everyone's waiting on you. Don't be that person. Just don't like, I don't know. There's just something about like sense of urgency. And I think it might be because I worked in restaurants for so long. Like if you are sitting at a meal, right. And you kind of feel like something's taking a while, but then your server comes over like in no rush or like, let's say you're wake, waiting for, I'll never forget this, like waiting for a hair appointment or a dentist appointment or something. And you just kind of feel like they're running way behind and have no sense of urgency about it. It makes it like extra annoying, right? Just having a sense of urgency. I get it. It's like not the best energy to feel, but I do feel like that makes a big difference. You know, waiting tables, like, can you imagine if you were waiting like 30 minutes for your food and they just like came over walking really slow? Like, how you guys do? Like, I don't know. I'm waiting for my freaking food. Like, could you go check on it? Like, I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's, 
<sighs> yeah, that's my unpopular opinion. Let's see how many steps my thing says. Are you curious? So I have 1750 now. It, it wasn't quite at zero when we started, but maybe, maybe this is a good inspiration for you to listen to the podcast and go on a walk and get some steps in. I am still so mad because I worked out today and I went on a walk and I get credit for none of that. Oh, this is rough. So I'm going to walk back to the house. I'm going to upload this podcast and then I'm probably actually going to work on some twerk out stuff because I have some really, really cool ideas for what I'm going to start doing come September. Unfortunately, they won't be recorded live, but they are going to be really fun. So be excited. Be excited. Twerk outs are coming in September, hopefully every week. That's my goal, but they will be pre-recorded. Um, if you have any requests for songs, you can always send them to me. My favorite format for you to send them is, and I know not everyone can do this, so I'm just going to tell you the best format you can send it is an Apple music link. I use Apple music. I know like everyone's like "Mm, Spotify. I'm an Apple music girl. It's like whatever you've committed to at this point, you're stuck, right? Like I can't start over with Spotify. So I'm just committed to Apple music at this point. So anyway, that's what I use. I love you guys. Have a wonderful week. As always, please consider joining Hip Bodies. You know, I would love to be your workout buddy every day. And you don't even have to join this way. You can just jump on the workouts. And if you ever have any questions about nutrition, workouts, or anything, never hesitate to reach out, okay? Have a great week. Bye.